Oh, hey there. Good morning, students. Today we are going to discuss the archives. Now, who remembers what the first rule of the archives is? What? No, it's not if it moves you can probably eat it. That's rule number five, don't you know? Now, rule number one is there is as much wisdom in knowing as not. Now, since we are short-staffed currently, with the head librarian on sabbatical, we need to run through this module fairly quick, so I'll tell you what I think this means, and you can choose for yourself if you think I'm right or not. There are those that think that knowing everything that has ever been conceived gives them great power. However, I think if you can admit to yourself there's something you don't know, or heck, shouldn't know at this point, that's just as powerful. There have been many examples, many of which are detailed in the books down in the archives that demonstrate that the person who doesn't know, the person who is still learning, well, they're the wise one. But just keep that in mind. It's not like you're going to run into an elder brain or anything. Us illithids, we try and keep them hidden. <laughs> we found they have a real tone problem in speaking with others. Anyway. Please keep your hands off of any glowing, vibrating, screaming, wet, or multidimensional books as the university can't guarantee your safety beneath school grounds. Simova Kesa, Underlibrarian of University. Best from afar. And far from the best. But it's better than good. Is good. Better. Quest. <laughs> Hello everyone, and welcome back to Good Better Quest. I am of course your Fungin Master David Holman, and with me as always are my friends, and we're going to play a game of Dungeons and Dragons for your entertainment. If I sound serious, it's because things are right now. <laughs> Fuck. Things are serious business right now. Because... Previously on Dragon Ball Z, the party followed Bevan, who preferred to be called Crackshot, a ranger for the Upper Dark, into the undertunnels of the whole place, disguised as Actimatronics. They made their way through the tunnels, past East Regine, who definitely picked up on the fact that they were not Actimatronics, but did not stop them. They reached a giant blast door, opened it, found a dead guard on the other side after making light of the fact that he was sleeping on the job, but in fact actually just dead. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all on the inside at the 9 to 5? I mean, 
Yeah. I'm always sleeping on the inside. <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's, see. That's how I stay so young. Just. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. What Cash Black does. Yeah. I'm actually uh, 258. Told you he was. <laughs> told you he was. I think <laughs> I think the key to Cash's youth is just guzzling dumb bitch juice. Just <laughs> staying yeah. very well hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> After opening another set of blast doors, the crew found themselves in a room full of myconids producing those spores that speak, that uh, allow everyone to speak telepathically. And a giant brain that was a little too excited to see them. It let out a pulse of some kind, damaging everyone, but most especially our good friend and good good boy, Cash Black, who is now knocked the fuck out. You've killed America's favorite bard. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Front's fine. I, <laughs> I'll see myself out. You're right. No. <laughs> so before we get back into things with uh, Yardi and Durak, as as far as what they want to do, something definitely happens with Cash. <laughs> Cash, in your unconscious state, almost immediately you hear that dark, deep strum again, like you did the night before. And now you're having a dream where you are running through the woods at Fair University, and you make your way back to the Ristabeth, where Moth has kicked a hole in the bottom of it, and she is ushering you inside as she runs in first. I run in after, terrified, but I need to save Moth. So if she's going in, I'm going in. Right after you follow her in, there is an uncomfortable glow. There, there is a, a sickly green glow on the inside of the tree. And high above you, you see a heart made of black wood almost like charcoal and it's thumping in a magical way and moth is holding a torch and she says we can end this we can end it now can you light this mm mm cash has a tummy ache <laughs> oh you know How what? about, does Cash even have any fire spells? I think I have a... I have a cantrip. It's my dream, damn it. I can do whatever I want. Fair. Cash looks at Moth and, and says, Tell me something only you would know about me. Moth looks at you, perplexed. Come on, I've told you lots of secrets. You know a lot. You were in my brain. You, it's, it's scary in there, too. You tell me something only you would know about me, and I'll like this. Moth looks at you in the eye and says, 
If you won't think about the rest of the world, perhaps you'll think about Helios and Irma. Mm, yeah, they're pretty famous. I'm, I'm sorry. You're going to have to do a lot better than that. <laughs> I mean, that's like, uh, you, if you go to Faerun University, you can, you can look them up on the fantasy Google. I mean, that's pretty common. What's my middle name? Did you ever tell Moth your no, middle I don't name? Know. <laughs> okay. I here what is Cash's middle name? Because money. here's the here's Cash the money blood. <laughs> what is what is Cash's middle name? And I, I will tell you something interesting. Oh god, what is his name? What is his middle name? Oh god. Shit. I honestly, I almost feel like Cash would be one of those people that doesn't have a middle name. You know what? I got it. Uh, I want. You remember in The Simpsons, like Homer J. Simpson, and then he he doesn't know what his middle name is, and he finds out it's it's just J. J. A. Y. That's Cash. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Cash. Initial J. Black. <laughs> but it's just J. Moth says J, and I will tell you why, Kate. You're in your own dream. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you n would know, this moth would know. But how do I know that you know that we are, that I know in my own brain? Smart. <laughs> As <laughs> Flawless logic. <laughs> As you are having this strange conversation, <laughs> these spiders made of vines and shrubbery begin to crawl out of the walls of the interior of the tree around you. And Moth says, Cash, please, we don't have time for you to be handsome and silly. Okay, now I know you're the real Moth. All right. <laughs> Cash. <laughs> Cash snaps his fingers and uh, fire comes out of his hand and he lights the, the torch. Moth turns to her right and touches the torch to a string of web that goes all the way up to the black heart. It catches fire instantly, and the entire thing just comes crashing down in front of you. And there is a set of stairs now in front of you with a, a tall, black, pulsating staff. And she says... What in God's green smurf is that? And she begins to walk towards it. Cash grabs her shoulder and says, mm, mm, mm. That's enough for that. That has to be... Oh, shit. What was the name of that staff? Loth's leg. That's gotta be it. Moth looks at you and she raises her mask and underneath her face is smooth, like no features, like a, like a mannequin. But from her, a voice emanates, and it says, When will you succumb to my will? Aren't you tired? Dude, it's never. It's never happening. I'm not that into you. Get over it. I have waited years, eons, millennia. I can wait 
longer. And I always get what I want. And you wake up. No, well, you don't wake up. Because you're incapacitated. Because I'm dead. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of that. Uh, okay. Back to the outside world. Okay, now I'm going to go take a nap. All right. <laughs> Yardy, Durak, you guys have just seen your best friend pass the fuck out. You got an overwhelming burst of thoughts, both incomprehensible and confusing. And it hurt. And now you are standing in front of this brain. Moth is also there, very troubled. Siggy is not long for this world either, as far as damage goes. How far ahead had Cash gotten? I, I don't think he had gotten super far ahead, right? Yeah, I ran in first, but I can only run 30 feet. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> so. less than 30 feet. Let's just go ahead and establish it was less than 30 feet. Yeah. Yeah. So Yardy immediately runs so that he is between the brain and Cash and unslings the full moon boom and puts the the empty star, the one that he uses to aim with, on the brain mm -hmm. and lays his tail kind of coiled over Cash's chest as just a, a more of a reassurance to himself that his friend is still there and breathing. Uh, yeah. But I would like to make a religion check with Yardy. And the, th the thing that I'm looking for is that Salune has given Yardy the ability to be a war cleric. So he's really looking for whether or not attacking someone is the righteous thing. Like, Salune should be telling him this person is against them or is actually in trouble. So what Yardi wants to see is if it's worth talking to this brain or if this is truly an enemy they, they have to fight right now. Give me a religion check, yeah. Come on, blue dice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 17. It's a 17. You're... You're fairly certain that, you know, as Salune's champion, as one of her champions, you do know that defending those around you from evil is important, but determining who or what is evil is always up to you. It's very rare that her champions will attack those in need, and it is typically very obvious who those in need are. For most clerics, it's it's not as... To accidentally do something wrong the first time is never a deal breaker. <laughs> to, to have the intention of doing good is usually enough. Yardy points his barrel straight up so that it's not pointed at the brain anymore. And he addresses them. It. The brain? The, the brain thing. 
I, yeah. I don't know if it's a creature or <laughs> whatever. Yardy, Yardy stands up, still keeping his tail on Cash, and says, I, I would prefer not to fire upon you, but you did just incapacitate our friend. Do you... Did you intend to do that? Are you making enemies of us? I, I fear that that is the, the poorest course of action that a brain could do. As he's saying this, Durak has already drawn his axe and is walking toward the brain, and he, and he looks back over his shoulder and says, tell it to answer quick. You hear an echoing in your mind as two tentacles kind of come up in a passive stance as though they were two hands being held up in, um, what's that word? Surrender. Why, why, yes, thank you. Sorry, I don't know that word. I don't back down. <laughs> um, <laughs> that word where you don't fight isn't in my vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm American. Um, but yeah, the, the brain lifts two tentacles and a sign of surrender and you hear in your mind why would I wish any harm to come to what I hope are my new champions Yardy looks at Durak and says uh, it, it appears that they're not going to attack us um, just quite yet but I do have to tell it that the position of champion is already taken for me. I already am someone else's champion. I'm sorry. Um, uh, maybe Durak Yardy takes a couple of steps forward to try and keep the conversation going, hoping that everyone behind them can reorganize. Uh, brain, brain uh, p person. Um, what what do you want your champion to accomplish, though? Maybe maybe I might be able to help fill in some of my other duties. Oh, I am being held captive, my champion. I am in dire need of Hey, can, um, can Durak hear the, uh, the telepathy stuff? Yes. Okay, right on. So then, then he's not going to do anything. Yardy, you've got the floor. Just imagine that Durak is standing like 10 feet away from this brain with his axe down and his shoulders a little bit slumped. And he's looking over his shoulder at you like, come on, man, tell me. Tell me I can hit it with my axe. <laughs> Yardy is trying to mitigate a couple of things at one, in one go. He's trying to keep this brain distracted, and he's also trying to get the team to regroup so that we're a little bit more prepared. What does he need to do to not necessarily communicate, but just send, send like a signal through the heartstrings to to get people to understand that we have a minute to breathe. I would say, you know, in, in most situations, all you have to do is think about the heartstring and it appears. And usually to take some kind of action with it, you have found that it needs to strum. So I, I would say, give me one more religion check. What, what's higher, your intelligence or wisdom? Wisdom by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and religion is intelligence, it is. isn't it? <laughs> it is. Use use your wisdom modifier instead. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, I don't even know what that is up top of my head. It is plus two. It's it's so, Solomon, Solomon. What? It's Proverbs. Oh. <laughs> Nineteen. Okay. 
Uh, you successfully strum your heartstring. It's a little bit different this time. Cash and Yardi, Yardi, without giving anything up, Cash stirs. And Cash, you are back up. You are up with one hit point. Woo! Oh, shit. Okay. Yardi continues addressing the Elder Brain while people are, are moving. Are you what the Actimatronics are referring to as the Elder One? I am my champion. Yardi puts his finger up. I'm going to need a minute. He turns around <laughs> and he, he grabs Durak's shoulders and he walks over to where I'm guessing Cash is, is sitting like, um, oh god, what is it? Oh, I forget what it is. I'm, I'm guessing Cash just opens his eyes and is just going, <gasps> breathing and just awake. <laughs> <laughs> Durak um, puts a hand down for Cash, like puts a hand out to, to pick him back up. And when they clasp hands, uh, he gets nine hit points back. Did you cast Cure Wounds? Yes, Cure Wounds. Jesus. Hell yeah. And then, then he just kind of pulls pulls Cash up into this into the little triangle and 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 then looks intently at Yardi. Um, it, are are Moth and Siggy pretty far behind us, or are they approaching? They, they're actually right next to y'all now. Siggy's arm is definitely acting up as well as Cherry. She is trying her best to control it. And, and Siggy, it, it, it's a lot like it was in that tavern. And, uh, Siggy is just looking at you guys and saying, I have no idea what's going on, but whatever it is, something in here is what's making everything act weird. Oh my god, that's a brain. Oh my god, oh my god, it's a brain. Cherry begins moving towards the brain, and she is standing in the chair now. Uh, oh my god, it's a brain outside of a body. It's a brain. It's a brain? It's a brain. You guys, it's a brain? Durek grabs uh, grabs um, Siggy by her like collar as they're passing and snatches her right off of Cherry. I like to imagine that there is specifically a handle on the back of, of Siggy's shirt. <laughs> just like, for Direct to grab? Just for Direct to do that. And she, like she is frantically like trying to get free. No, it's a brain. It's a brain. It's a brain. Direct. 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 And he shakes Durek. her a little bit. Just shakes her just a little bit. It's just a brain. <laughs> <laughs> And he and he just kind of shakes his head, and he kind of lowers his hand a little bit, and he's holding he's holding Siggy by the handle, kind of like you would a lunchbox on your first day of school. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna let her. He's just gonna let her cry it out. Whatever she needs to do, he's got nothing to do with this. He just doesn't want her to go over and into the brain. Yeah. With everybody huddled up, Yardy does the football thing, and he gets everybody down into a huddle. Um. So this is indeed the Elder One. Uh, I am a little conflicted about what to do here. It seems that it is held captive, but the way that they told me it was held captive makes me believe that they're not actually being held captive. Uh, so um, I, I, I would like some input before we make any rash decisions. Uh, it uh, hurt my brain real bad. It hurt Cash Braid real bad. Oh. <laughs> This cash brain cash, cash brain um i've been very hung over before this is like so much worse 
Oh my gosh. Uh, so I'm not as big as fan, so perhaps I'm not the one who should make this call. Direct. <laughs> oh, I still want to hit it. <laughs> Cash just like nods very like wildly at Durak. <laughs> Yardy's still very conflicted. It's it's being held in this big room, but the more he looks around, the more it seems like they're feeding it, which seems less like captivity and more like uh, uh, production of some kind. He reluctantly turns to Moth. What do you feel about this brain fellow? Discomfort. Mm. Not reassuring. I uh, it's Yardy, I don't know what to tell you. It's a giant brain outside of a fucking body. I I am quite uncomfortable. I know for a fact that this is typically the hub of a hive mind for mind flayers, and that is also unsettling, considering the fact that you ran into one and I did as well at some point. Guys, I, I got a real smart... Who? I got a... All right. I'm gonna take a deep breath. I got a plan. Cash stands up. And he looks right at the brain. He goes, Zone of Truth! Cash casts Zone of Truth on the brain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I love it. That's a charisma saving throw, right? How charismatic can a brain be? Yes. Holy shit! Sorry. Uh, yeah, how can it? How oh, no. charismatic oh, no. can it be? Does a brain have a soul, though? Uh, what is a soul? Mm. Where is the soul kept? What is a man? What but is a man? But a miserable pile of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> but enough of this. Have at you. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> My spell save DC is a 15. Okay, do you want to know something? Yeah. This fucking brain's charisma is 24! Shut up. <laughs> is this brain a bard and it's part-time? Like, my god. I guess. What, what, if, what if Durak, like, growls menacingly? Could we get a little, could we get a little addition? I'll roll for intimidation. I don't like to say no, so I, I will say you can roll roll intimidation with disadvantage. All right, then. Yeah. I don't. I, I really don't know how Durak is actually going to help, like, mechanically. Well, so you're trying to help. If, if it's scared, it might openly allow itself to tell the truth so that we will help it. Exactly what you said. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, also, it could, it could just be a willing creature. They could just decide to let Zone of Truth take effect. Yeah, they could. Uh, so uh, uh, I'm familiar uh, with Zone of Truth. Call. That's gonna be um, a, a dirty twenty. That's a all right. That's a dirty twenty. It holds its tentacles up again, and you hear it in your mind. Please, please restrain your friend. I mean no harm. That sounded sarcastic. See? Did anyone else feel like that felt sarcastic? That's what I'm saying. That's what he said. He said he was a captain, and I just don't believe it. This is just how I talk. See, I... Listen, man. If that man, woman, they... Whatever your flavor is, it's it's how you... 
words are important, but also the tone, the inflection, uh, is spooking us out. Um, you tried to kill I've me. I've been alone in a tub underneath a spooky amusement park. I'm sorry if my conversation skills are a bit lacking. I don't like this guy. He's a wise ass. <laughs> you know, for a... I, I... I want to say, with an intelligence of 21, I would say it's more of a smart ass. <laughs> um, can you already see where Cherry's gone? Cherry is not too far. It's looking at Siggy, uh, and it's it's doing that thing like a dog that wants to go on a walk. <laughs> Durak, give me a perception check real quick. Yeah. Uh. That's also a dirty 20. Okay. You notice immediately when Siggy has slipped out of <laughs> her jacket and is, is now running towards the brain. And she goes, brain, 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 brain! <laughs> and she leaps onto the brain and she's touching it and she is like looking for things and, and she says does this hurt is this okay i i just you're your brain your giant your giant brain your giant brain how how do you why are you so moist i like you're outside of a head how how are you wet and the the brain says oh i have much to share with you little one if you care to learn she says I, okay, you guys are right. It's got a tone issue, but I she she clicks she clicks uh, her thumb on her hand and says, "Giant brain, naturally sarcastic." <laughs> yeah, it's just I I don't know. Okay, again, my judgment is clouded. You did try to murder me, as you recall. I apologize. I was frightened. For a moment. I was frightened were... for a moment. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? I was frightened that you were a member of Toolstray's strike team. Oh, you mean like that crack shot idiot? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. That person killed a very special friend of mine. So, definitely not on that team. Ah, yes, Portobello 367. Allow me if you would like another. It kind of wiggles for a minute, and an exact copy of Portobello comes floating to the top of the, uh, the pool of weird ooze that the brain is sitting in, and it wraps a tentacle around Portobello and drops it in front of you, Portabelle says, I'm pretty much the exact same copy. I'm sorry that I was killed. What's up? Oh, um, this was, uh, the gesture, okay. The gesture was there. I see what you were getting at and I can appreciate it. This is horrifying. I'm just saying it. You can't just, make a replica of someone that would be like if your grandmother passed away and you were like don't worry i have a prop version of her that i can just create right in front of you uh 
Oh, this is upsetting. I need to sit down again. It's the exact same creature as the portobello you knew and all of the portobellos below you. Like, you look around and, yeah, I mean, I, they're all myconids. And they all have the exact same pattern uh, on their uh, mushroom caps. This isn't a moment of all myconids uh, look the same to me. It is literally all of these myconids are carbon copies of each other. So wait, let me get... So you're, if I'm correct, you're being held captive, but you're holding these portabells captive? Yardy, Durak, is that... I mean, am I... <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. But I only have 10 hit points, so I'm kind of loopy right now. Um, Durak looks around... And he looks back at Yard and he goes, looks like stuff in cages to me. They are all free to leave as they choose. They want to stay and serve me. And, and right now, all I want to do is control all of the Actimatronics in the park. Derek goes, oh, come on, guys. That's a bad guy move right there, right there. How about, I, how about we just go ahead and get this thing out of the way and he like lights his axe head on fire. Roll for initiative. 19. 22. 9. 9. Why, did, why, why do I have so many NPCs? Why did I do this to myself? Alright, uh, first up is Moth. Of course. Who got a 24 on initiative. Jeez. Damn it. She ain't got no chill. I swear. Ain't got, ain't got no fucking chill. Moth is going to cast a spell. She is going Disintegrate. To, she does have Disintegrate. I actually think Moth is, is unsure of what to do. Well, that's upsetting. Well, partly because David's a little unsure. She's gonna hold her she's gonna hold her action. She's gonna watch you guys and uh make a call after seeing what you guys do. This is one of those moments where honestly I should let you guys decide what's happening. I am actually going to put Moth at the bottom of the order. Alright, next up, Yardy. Yardy bonus action casts uh divine favor. And pulls out the full moon boom again and takes a shot at the brain. Okay. What'd this you roll? is my natural one for the game. Ooh, it's with the full moon boom too, isn't it? Full moon boom. So that's a misfire. It's it's broken. Damn. Damn. So. He has. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he takes this seriously as uh, Salune telling him not to attack, but he pulls out his pistol and slings the full moon boom back on his shoulder and takes a shot with the pistol to see what okay. happens. That is a 25 to hit. That's a hit. Roll me that beautiful bullet damage. Salune said this one. This one is the one. <laughs> Ten total, three of that is radiant. Okay. The brain takes that damage and says, Ow! Why would you do that to me? 
my champions. Durak. Durak has like been preparing to cast Earth uh, Earth Tremor. I'm so sorry. I forgot that this brain has legendary actions. It's gonna take uh, uh, one tentacle attack against Yardi for hitting it. I'm so sorry, you guys. Uh, 14? Does not hit. All right. Durak, S- now it's your turn. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's cool. That, that cleared things up for me because I was actually going to have a moment of clarity and be like, all right, look, you got to tell me, we supposed to fight you or not? And and if you didn't give a satisfactory answer, he's going to smash it. All right, so, yeah. but that's not where we are. We now know that he is certainly the bad guy. So I am going to cast uh, Earth Tremor. And I'd like to think that the glass here is very vulnerable. Uh, it would only make sense that a solid piece being shook about would be really fucked up. And also, we know for certain you can't shake a brain around. Brain can't be shook without passing out. So, Durak's going to shake the shit out of this brain. I am going to look up this spell really you quick. You cause a tremor in the ground within range. Each creature other than you in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. Let me see him make a dex throw when he's sitting still in water on a failed <laughs> save. A creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. I don't know how you're going to deal with prone. Maybe he just floats to the top like an upside down fish. But if the ground in that area is loose earth or stone, it becomes difficult terrain until clear. It does have magical resistance, so it has advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. It's a 17. Um, and that is going to be enough. The jar does shake a bit, but it's it's a rather large pool uh, it's not like it's in there like like a brain in a jar. It's more like it's it's more like someone floating on a float in a pool, um, like a giant petri dish filled with liquid. Yes. Okay. Yes. Did you want to do anything else? Um, as a bonus action, I would like to um, touch the flaming axe to the um, to like the liquid at the top of the thing just to test to see if it's flammable. The, the flame is doused. Fuck. All right. So, uh, Durag pulls it back out and just relights it because it's magic fire. Yeah. Now it's the brain's turn. Cash, you hear whispering in the back of your mind, and everyone around you needs to make. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Never mind, no one needs to make anything because it just happens. A wave of that same psychic energy pulses from Cash, and you are once again confounded by unfathomable colors and math and words in languages you're unfamiliar with. Is this a spell attack? This one is a magical effect, Nolan. That same thing happens. Everyone needs to make an, an uh, another intelligence saving throw. It, but this is a magic attack? This is a magical effect. Why do you ask? Because I want to cast Counterspell. Oh. Okay. Oh, Durag gets smacked right in the face. Hold on. My players can cast spells using innate spell casting. 
Thus the Mind Flayer's spells cannot be perceived and they cannot be counterspelled. Okay. Okay. Alright, well, I'm rolling. Yeah. You said wisdom saving Sorry, throw? Nolan. Intelligence. Intelligence. Fifteen. Seven. Cool. Let me roll for Moth and see. Moth didn't pass. Siggy almost passed. We're just gonna roll five more d10. I got a fifteen. I got a fi- I got a fifteen. I- it was eighteen. I know, but I got a David. I don't think you heard. I got a fifteen, so I should be okay. <laughs> that's that's what I heard. That's I, I that's what I heard about. It should be okay. I need you to roll five ones in a row. That would be so cool. That would be so choice. Okay. Everybody takes 21 points of psychic damage. <laughs> David, I don't think you heard me. I said, man, is my mic not working? Um, that must be it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm, I'm down. I'm not dead, 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 but I'm down. Siggy's down. Lot's still up. D&D Beyond is showing me a face with two X's for eyes, so I feel really good right now. <laughs> it's never been easier to tell that you're dead. It's never... Uh, Durak, Yardy, how are you? I got seven hit points. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell you how many I have, but it's not many. All right. Cool. Please tell me that's all that the fucking brain gets. Okay. Yes, it is. Uh, all right. Next up, Cash, give me a death saving throw. Oh, can we call it a life saving throw? Can we? Sure. Let's be positive. <sighs> That's a five. That oh. is a failure. Oh. I, all right. I have to roll over a ten, right? Is that? Yes. Okay. There's like a single bird flying over Cash's head. When he gets to three birds, we're fucked. <laughs> Oh, God. Like in a Looney Tunes cartoon. Now, the brain is going to do the 3d6 psychic pulse. Wait. There's 10 points of psychic damage uh, to everyone around Cash. I'm down. Now I'm down. Fuck. Moth's still up. Okay, it... David, can I message you a, f- a flavor idea? Yes, please. Please, please, please. I'll text you. Yeah, because this might be your last chance. <laughs> <laughs> David! <laughs> Don't let the show end here. That would suck. I'm going to kill it by a brain. Nah, it's cool. I'm sick of this game. Yeah, fair enough. Nah. Fair enough. Uh, this is now a Checkers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Now, look, I got to tell you, I thought I, I'm still hoping that you meant the fast food joint because them checkers fries, I think it was good, man. Like, Primo. Yeah, really, for real. And you know what's crazy is some of the stores are also called rallies. Well, it's like Carl's Jr. and Hardee's, you know? It's crazy. This world we live in is crazy. It is a crazy world. What a disgusting world we live in. Oh, wow. I have a lot of text messages. I didn't realize my phone was on. Do not disturb. As it should be. However, if that, I'll leave that in your court. However, it is not going to play out how you think it will. And I I will explain to you one day why it won't. That's fine. Okay. Siggy failed her death saving throw. Brain gets another legendary action. 
Uh, is he gonna play with our it, corpses? Like what? <laughs> oh, I just re- I just remembered something, and maybe this yeah. affects the order. But um, once per day or once per long rest, I can, and when I'm dropped to zero hit points, can drop. That's to right, you get day. one. Yeah. So you're still up. Do I? Is it? Can I get? A, do I get a turn in here, or is the, we still about to get smacked again? It is the brain's legendary action, but you are not down. Okay. You you are up with one hit point. You, right. you are not down. Right on. Tentacle or the brain sees Moth still standing, and whaps her with uh, a tentacle, or tries to. It's a hit. Do you guys know with D and D Beyond, it's never been easier to roll a bunch of dice at once. Never been easier. Never been. Especially easier. when the dice get All stuck right. on your screen with a giant eight for the rest of the game. Yep. So helpful. Now it's Moth's turn. She ain't happy. She, uh, all her friends just fell down. And, uh, she says, All right, you wise-ass piece of shit. Get disintegrated on. She is going to cast Disintegrate at the 8th level. It's her only 8th level spell slot. It has to make a pretty big dexterity saving throw with a 0. Cool, it failed. Let's roll 16d6. It seems like that would be hard to do. But it's so easy with D&D Beyond. I'm so glad we have such an easy way to do that. Well, I've, I've right. heard of easy ways before. But Doug, this is... It is never... You wouldn't believe it. Never been easier. Never been easier? Never been easier. Let's watch David. How long it will take him to roll. Oh, he was already done. I, That's how easy it is. I, yeah, I'm already done. That dealt a sizable amount of damage... And the uh, the brain is not looking good. You all hear in your minds, even though you're unconscious, except for Durak, uh, you all hear, Oh, I guess we started them. It is going to make... An- it's uh, got another legendary action. It is going to make a tentacle attack at Moth. It accidentally smacked itself. <laughs> Quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yeah, quit, yourself. Quit hitting yourself. Okay, that brand is bloodied. Um, Bloody brand. It's pretty gross looking. All right, you already give me a death saving throw. Ooh. Come on, Salune, help me out. Don't fail me now. 18. All right, that's one success. Okay, it's only got three legendary actions. So, uh, Durak... You actually get to go without a legendary action before your turn. Excellent. All right, look, I'm conflicted because Doug wants to, like, try to parlay and, and change things up, like, sh- shift the direction. Durak stands up, and he's just all bloodied and beat up. He, he goes to raise the axe over his head, and, and he winces, like, and groans and lowers the axe back down. And he hears... Uh, Rose's voice in his head telling him that, uh, uh, that you know that, that patience was as important as action and that there were always more than one way to solve a problem and that violence while it was fun not always the answer Dirac does something that he's like you've never seen him do before and it's only because y'all are all dead and you can't see it he drops his axe on the ground and he takes a knee. And he says, all right. 
where be. Finish the job or fix this. And he like just bows his head. I couple things real quick. I don't want you to feel like if this doesn't go well, I don't want you to feel like you're being punished for it because I'm very proud of you. I think that that's very cool character development. What is your intelligence saving throw modifier? Oh, it's a negative one. I'm going to be making this roll for you. For what you did, give me a persuasion check with advantage, actually. All right. Because you have put yourself in a submissive state. Got 14. 14? With advantage? Yes. First one was a nine. The brain lowers its tentacles. There is a loud bang and a flash of light until Stray comes running from behind you all with a strike team. You hear him calling out orders to all of them and you hear the brain shouting, Damn it! They found me! Shit! Shit! And a volley of arrows uh, comes from behind and just hits the thing and it sinks to the bottom of the of the giant glass pool a, a disgusting red ichor flowing to the top of it now all of the myconids below you begin to stop moving and they also turn to that red ichor till stray approaches you and he says, well done, Team Nazgar. We'll have you back to school immediately. You have gotten an A-plus for this one. Durak stands, and he's got his axe in his hand again. And um, he squares up, and he says, wake them up. Tilstray snaps his fingers uh, on his mechanical hand, and uh, uh, three clerics approach. They begin to heal everyone. You guys are all back up, full health. Spell slots? Uh, no spell slots. Durak is like making a big fuss over Yardy and Cash and Siggy as well, but yeah. particularly Yardy and Cash. And he's like, he's kind of he's kind of patting them down, like, all right, you guys, all right, you good? And he's like, like. Pick, like lifting their arms up and like turning their heads and you know just like trying to see if they're still wounded making sure that they're okay Mott's looking at Siggy and, and she's weren't you weren't you on the brain and she goes yeah I said, why aren't you wet she just says ah <laughs> direct direct hands her back her jacket uh Siggy puts it back on Tilstray looks around and uh, he says, well, this was never my intention, but it, it looks like the brain kind of overtook everything. I, uh, I found it on these grounds and uh, just tried to use it for my own purposes. But it appears it had a mind of its own. And he kind of smirks a little bit and he says, Okay, we've had a lot of fun here. Uh, and he claps and begins to walk away. And uh, Israjin approaches with uh, the scroll, you know, the, the mission scroll and a uh, 
a portal opens at your feet, and she says, you may go now. Yardy is not having any of this bullshit. This ended too quickly for him. There are so many questions he has. He he walks around Istragene and puts a hand on Tilstray's shoulder to turn him around. Okay. He he turns. He says, yes, Mr. Dribblejaw. I... I have so many... You... You've been keeping this thing... He's been turning my... Kid, what... What did, what just happened? Oh, boy. It's a very long story, and I'm not sure you would understand all of it, but this has all been in the name of Gond, and it seems it was a fruitless endeavor. And I'll be abandoning it. As you look around, you see those... The strike team placing explosives uh, in in strategic places around the room. And Tilstray says, this is not good for humanity. And so I will erase it from the world and try again. Try and do something that is good for the world. We don't have a lot of time, Mr. Tribblejaw. I, uh... I'd like to be out of here before this whole place goes boom boom, and I'm sure you would too. Yardy turns around and and walks to the portal, or to the to the scroll. Yeah. And he looks at Tilstray, and he looks back at Siggy, and he goes, "We're going to have a lot to talk about when we get back." Siggy actually looks at Tilstray as well. And then her hand, and she says, Yeah, I think we will. Moth, uh, Moth looks at you all and she says, I'm afraid I'm not welcome at the school. I, I may need to leave with this crew. But I'm sure we'll meet again. Ah, uh, you just can't resist Cash Black, you'll be back. You always come back. She, uh, she, for a second, you see she's about to say something, and then she says, You're right. <laughs> she turns on her heel and, and begins to walk away. Hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. Ow, ow! And Cash walks backwards through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> she, Moth stops after Cash goes through, and says, did he really just fucking say that? <laughs> I, oh my God. <laughs> just like rubbing her brow through the mask. Just, just like, why do I, why do I care about this boy? Why? <laughs> what? What is it? I, I've dated a God once. I don't understand. <laughs> this may be, this may be an all time low for me. <laughs> Uh, Durak is shaking his head because he doesn't get it at all as he walks through the portal. Yardy, did you go through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you guys are back at the school. What is everyone's insight modifier? Four. Five. Three. Five. You all get back to the school, and uh, Headmaster Winterhold is there. Uh, he's wearing a very nice robe. 
and he welcomes you back. He says, I have heard about how things went on this mission. It was intense from what I hear, but you have done the school a great honor. And I would like to extend to you a, a chance to relax for a full semester if you would like. You are welcome to the school grounds, the entire place. And he, he looks at Durak, he says, the woods are open again, Mr. Ironhide. He pays you all two obsidian coins each, and he begins to walk away. Durak and Yardi, you are surprised, I imagine, Extremely. at this. Cash, you notice almost immediately, looking at Headmaster Winterhold, he looks younger than he did when you left. Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. Today's GM was David Hallman. Players were Kate Huff, Doug Hawley, and Nolan Lacey. Music provided by TabletopAudio.com and Kevin McLeod. Introduction music, A Prelude of Space, by My Instant Lunch. As always, thank you for listening.